This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Virgin, a term we use to describe things that are untouched, like a virgin rainforest or the precious opal, the virgin rainbow. But when we are talking about women and sex, the word's long history doesn't make its meaning any clearer. Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning into Guy from Gynak. This is Dr. Ash and as always, I'm going to speak directly to you things that you've always been wanting to hear from someone. So, let us begin our journey. Let us begin with the origin of the word. The word virgin comes via old French virginie from the root form of Latin virginis, which literally means maiden. The Latin word likely arose by analogy with a suit of lexemes based on virio meaning to be green fresh or flourishing mostly with a botanic reference virginity has been a hot topic since it was first conceptualized years ago for centuries the state of a girl's or a woman's hymen has been used unscientifically to determine virginity and chastity The idea of virginity is ancient with deeper roots in our culture and history and it shows up in everything from our religious practices to our fairy tales. If we take an example, in the Greek mythology, virginity and virgin were once terms used to signify power, strength and independence and were used in reference to several goddesses such as Artemis and Hestia. In correlation to that, In the medieval text The Secret is Mullerium or Woman's Secret some of the more widely acceptable indications of virginity were shame modesty fear a faultless gait and speech casting eyes down before men and the acts of men also during those times virginal urine was thought to be clear lucid sometimes white and sometimes even sparkling whereas corrupted women have a muddy urine yup people actually did believe in this when we come to india as per the hindu mythology there is a notion that all women must remain virgins that is celibate until marriage the major support for this comes from the marriage ritual of kanya daan which presumably requires a woman to be virgin in order for the ritual to be valid that is the transfer of a virgin daughter to the bridegroom The Victorian age was said to be the peak of the British Empire and Queen Victoria was often lauded as being a virtuous woman devoted to her husband and her family a role model for women everywhere This led to the rise of extreme conservatism with regard to the topic of sex and virginity As a matter of fact many different cultures have used this concept of retaining one's virginity to signify purity and worth Well when it comes to cisgender women many people think that the hymen is a consistent and reliable biological marker to determine whether someone has had sex for the first time the hymen is a small fleshy covering that is believed to protect one's vagina from being exposed to the outside world some people and cultures consider a girl a virgin if her hymen hasn't been stretched apart or if her vagina has not been penetrated by a penis This definition can be misleading since having a hymen and being a virgin 
is not the same thing. Lot of things can stretch open or break a woman's hymen other than sexual intercourse, such as using tampons, riding a bicycle, or swimming, etc. Also, while some people consider virginity to mean never having had sex, that definition excludes lot of people like LGBT people who may not consider themselves virgin after they have had oral or anal sex. Plenty of same-sex couples might say they have been sexually active together for years without ever having penis and vagina sex. Whatever said and done, virginity or having sex has nothing to do with purity or impurity. If you have sex, like tons of it, or even if it is for your first time, don't make anyone angry or shamed as long as you and your partner are satisfied. Sadly, as per statistics, more than a third of women and a quarter of men in their teens and early 20s admitted that it had not been the right time when they first had sex. So, when is the right time to have sex and what is the right age? Firstly, you should be in the legal age group to have sex. If you think that you might have sex, ask yourself, does it feel right? Do I love my partner and does he or she love me just as much? Do we have a contraception? Have we talked about condoms to prevent STIs and HIV? And most importantly, do I feel able to say no at any point if I change my mind and will we both be okay with that? If you answer yes to all these questions, the time may be right. Never do it under pressure or have any regrets later or have sex just to impress your friends or your partner. Again. Like I was saying, to some people the word sex means sexual intercourse, that is the kind of penis and vagina sex. However, this does not quite capture the whole idea of sex or being sexually active. Instead, it raises all kinds of questions. For example, would you call it sex if you had foreplay, oral sex or anal sex? What about sexting or sex using sex toys? That's just the beginning. The bottom line is, there isn't a single definition of sex that we can all agree on. The point being, losing your virginity is an idea, not a physical change. Provided you don't get pregnant or catch any sexually transmitted diseases, it is possible that your body won't change much at all the first time you have had sex. Becoming sexually active often means getting emotionally close to another person. This can be wonderful, terrifying or many things in between. Emotionally, you might feel different, but it is a deep-seated myth that something magic inside you changes the first time you have had sex. Frankly, the people around you cannot even tell when you have lost your virginity. It is sometimes possible for a medical professional to see the hymen during the gynecological exam. But having a torn or a damaged hymen doesn't prove you've had sex. One of the most common questions we come across is that is there any way to get back the virginity? Of course you can't go back in time to undo things you've already done. So in that sense the answer is no. But since the idea of virginity is vague, it's possible that whether or not you can get your virginity back might depend on what virginity means to you. For you, does virginity only apply to certain types of sex? Or is it more connected to the powerful impact of becoming intimately involved with a partner? And honestly, 
does it even matter? Over the last few minutes, we have realized that in the traditional sense, losing your virginity means having sex for the first time. And if you think that sounds vague, then you're completely right. Virginity is not as concrete as we've thought to believe it is. In one of the recent shocking incidents, the headlines of April 2021 read, Two sisters divorced for failing virginity test in Kolhapur, Maharashtra are fighting back with FIR. Woman's virginity is still determined by the white sheet test by the amount of blood she sheds after intercourse, which is utter misogynistic and discriminatory for any woman. Also, there exists something which we've all heard of, the two-finger virginity test. This one is highly invasive, having no scientific or medical requirement, yet carried out in the name of medical protocols in sexual violence cases. It is a humiliating practice. If the victim or the woman is found not to be a virgin, it cannot and does not suggest that she was not raped or sexually abused. This test is a blatant violation of the dignity of a woman. Owing to this, the WHO, the United Nations Human Rights and the United Nations Women called on governments to ban virginity testing globally because it violates several human rights and ethical standards, including the fundamental principle in medicine that is to do no harm. India's Supreme Court too agreed that virginity test violated a citizen's right to privacy and had no bearing on a case of sexual violence, and thus it was banned in May 2013. Though the exams are still routinely forced on women, the most recent being the incidents wherein a woman officer from the Indian Air Force who was sexually molested underwent this test which made her relive the trauma of being raped. Till now, I have spoken about virginity and women and various tests. But what is alarming is that nothing of such exists for men in this patriarchal society. Because there is no widely held idea about a litmus test for identifying male virgins. Male virginity is not held to the same standard of scrutiny as female virginity. While women are being punished for their sexuality, men are on the other hand applauded. The irony here is, within a heteronormative context, a man can only lose his virginity if a woman gives up her own. But then, it is we who create and actively participate in structural hierarchies where women are either pure or dirty, which grossly oversimplifies female sexuality and neglects to include a spectrum of behavior that exists between this harmful, sexist binary. We ascribe behaviors to virginity so that a woman can behave in a way that aligns to our preconceived notions of what virginity is supposed to be. Women attend purity balls as teenagers and then swear pledges of abstinence to their families until they are old enough to swear pledges of fidelity to their husbands. They undergo excruciating hymen reconstruction surgeries known as hymenoplasty to maintain that performance even if it means spending thousands of dollars and exposing themselves to complications such as vaginal stricture, perforation, infection, etc. The problem with this is that we regard virginity in a way that harms women instead of liberating them. No one, neither a woman or a man, should ever be compelled to end your questioning regardless of the reliability of just a medical exam. The so-called virginity is a fable that is still widely believed and practiced to subjugate women.
The discussion on virginity has mixed messages. Yes, there's always a political, religious, cultural or educational context, but even in those situations, we've adopted an aggressive or possessive tone. Words like deflowering or popping a cherry or breaking your hymen are casually thrown around. Like throughout this episode, people say losing your virginity like it's a bad thing, but there's no agreement on what losing means. While there is no right or wrong time to have sex, we should always remember that each person has value and nobody's worth should be evaluated on how closely they adhere to this idea of virginity. We can respect that virginity is viewed differently by many people, but what we should never allow is those beliefs to dictate how we treat others. It is important to note that no person deserves to be discriminated against based on their sexual life. Having higher rates of sexual activity is only a taboo because our society has socialized us into believing it's wrong. That's all I have for you in this episode. If you love this episode, do share your views and reviews on my Instagram or Twitter handle on at the rate guy underscore from underscore gaina. As always, let me leave you with a thought. Remember, you matter, you are important and you're heard. I'm all about you and I wish you an amazing week ahead. Goodbye.